Hello, and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not-safe-for-work podcast. We are teachers at the end of our week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about education without having to worry about losing our jobs. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, hence the Elvis. A big thank you to all of our Patreon patrons out there. That's right. For as little as $5 a month, you can help support Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. By doing that, you get access to over 96 bonus content episodes that are only available on the Patreon, as well as access to our special Facebook group, live recordings, and just like last week, we had a watch party for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. It was most excellent. You should have been there. Anyway, I'd like to say a big thank you to all of my hosts. Here we go! And by hosts, I mean patrons. Here we go. Patreon, Terry J, Justin M, Tracy B, Miss Wonderstats, Quentin P, Ekebex, Mistress Mischief, Natasha S, Miss Anthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Kel C, Shannon E, Helena C, Aaron B, Stephanie S, Maggie M, Texas Teacher Kristen, Miss Sunshine, Hattie F, James and Allie J, Jody D, Samantha D, Lisa C, Rachel, Jin Genie, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K, Jessica A, Swivel Lab Owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics Runner, Steph, Science Teach 17, Michael M, William P, Aldrich T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Noel R, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Marsha M, Christina B, Kristen B, Jason F, Amber H, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina N, Josie S, Sam B, Lucy P, Mary E, Jamie B, Red Violin, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Spurs Panthers, Irma A, Nimi, and Sarah N. Big thank you to all of those patrons who help support us. Also, if you don't like supporting Patreon, if that's not your thing. You could also visit our sponsor, Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or you know someone in your building who does teach theater, or maybe you're being forced to teach a play out against your will, go to LudLambDramatics.com. They have all kinds of resources to help new, advanced, experienced theater teachers, drama teachers. There is so much great stuff there. I cannot like just talk about it enough. They are amazing and they support us. So we love Ludlam Dramatics. Support them, love them. All right, friends, this is episode 156. We've been going for quite some time now, and it's October. Not only is it October, it's my birthday month. And not only is it my birthday month, and like the day after this comes out, it's my birthday. And so, yay, I'm going to be another year older, but I'm just happy I'm happy to be around. I'm happy to be here. I feel life is getting better. I've got wonderful kids. I've got a beautiful space panties. And things are just coming together, little by little. Things get better. It doesn't take much sometimes. All right, friends, I hope you're in a good place. Hope you're taking care of your mental health. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Here we go. Episode number 156. Cheers. Um, Bunny, will you lead us in, please? With whatever word you choose. <laughs> All right, welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and with me today we have Mama Chicken. Hey, Elvis. Hey, listen, I was going to share with you guys this chicken joke that I heard, but I decided against it because it was a little too foul. (laughs) 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 I liked it. And also today, Count Chocolate! Greetings, I'm bringing chocolate blessings from the hometown of the Dirty Birds, a.k.a. Atlanta. Hello, my people. I love y'all. Ooh, I like Atlanta. And also today, as long as she hasn't fallen asleep, Miss Sparkles! Hey, y'all! I'm awake! 
and here. And last but not least, our own Bunny O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. Hey, guys. I am so glad you are here. It is, you know, it's October. It's fall, and the year is starting, and I'm kind of excited about it because this is when the weather in Texas doesn't suck, and the weather drops like 80 degrees, and it's like 60 or 70 in the morning, which is so luscious and beautiful. I just love it, even if I can only breathe out one nostril because of allergies. But I have something I want to share, and it's an own, my own personal kind of like weird journey that I had this week. And so I'll just start at the beginning. So like, I'm a guy, I'm in my early 40s, and my hair is thinning. And it's been thinning out for a year or two. It got worse after I got COVID and stress this last year. But my hair is thinning out. I was like, man, I've been doing the Rogaine for a while. I'm going to step up my game. And there's these pills you can get called Finestride or Propecia. And the big warning you hear about this is, hey, these things work. But there's a chance they'll make you like impotent or you'll lose your libido. And so I always stayed away from them because I was like, fuck that. I need my libido. I don't want to be impotent. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to risk it. The odds are like 2% out of 100. So I'm going to start taking these pills. But guess what? There is another side effect they don't really talk about much. And that's depression. Holy shit. They said, hey, just to give you a warning, if you start to feel depressed, just give us a call. We'll figure it out. Anyway, apparently the odds of depression, like it's 2% for like libido issues, 75% for depression. So I started taking these last Sunday and I was fine Sunday. Monday was interesting. Tuesday, I was a little down. I think Wednesday night, I had like a full-on funk that evening. I was like, huh, this isn't like me. And I talked to Space Panties, and I was really moody and down. She was very wonderful and supportive. It's like, okay. And then Thursday, I was just straight up depressed, and I didn't really make the connection. Friday night, I was a bitchy dick where I was arguing with Space Panties. I was arguing with my kids. Saturday, same thing, was getting worse and worse. And then finally, like, I just kind of... I was arguing with Space Panties, arguing with my son. She's like, you're not really acting like yourself. Are you okay? I was like, huh, this isn't like me. And I was like, let me chill. Let me reset. I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Let me just get this shit. And I realized it was the meds, and my brain was the biggest fucking bully. last. Oh, hell, that was last night. It was really fucking bad. And I was like, you know what? It's just the medicine. I'll ride it out. And then, you know... This morning, I was like, I'm not going to take this pill, and I'm back to normal. And it was scary as fuck in hindsight. Number one, that it took me almost four or five days to realize that something wasn't right. It wasn't just me being in a mood. Or that just a medicine, a simple side effect could have such a huge impact where I was pretty much almost getting in self-destructive mode with everybody around me, and that's not healthy or good. And it kind of freaked me out that there are these drugs that you can really easily get that have a 70% chance of making you depressed and then hit that fucking hard. I thought it'd be like when I started my antidepressants, like, you know, for the first week or two, just be on edge or be watching. But no, this hit like a train. This wasn't like mildly depressed. This was like my set last night. It was dark and gross and eat. 
And so I just got words like, you know, there's a lot of people who also probably try these meds because I get ads all the time because maybe it's because I'm that age on Instagram for keeps and his and hims and all of these different mostly like guy pills. Like they want them for like boner pills. They want them for hair stuff. I was like, well, I want the hair stuff because I want a big full head of hair. But holy shit, I think of all the people who might try this and then just have like a huge tank. I'm very grateful Space Panties was able to kind of call me out. I'm very grateful I listened to her, but holy shit, it was really, really bad. But 70%, I think that's more effective at causing depression than actually fixing hair loss. And I think of all the men and women who probably try it, because women have thinning hair and might try it, men do, oh my God. It's a nightmare. Have any of you guys ever dealt with one of those like medical side effects where a prescription pill side effect where it just kind of snuck up on you and you didn't realize it? Because holy shit, I was, I was a hormonal beast. Count what you got. When I was in sixth grade and I had the flu and I also got like pneumonia. And at the time, I was not allergic to any kind of medicine. I wasn't allergic to, like, penicillin or amoxicillin or whatever. But I was prescribed these capsules. And, my, you know, my mom read side effects. And one of the side effects, they said in rare cases, is you get, like, hallucin- uh, hallucinations. And I just remember uh, the first day. I, I got it over, like, Christmas break, too. But the first day I went back, say, like, January 4th, I was walking home from school and having this conversation with someone who I thought was walking home with me the whole way. And apparently for like two or three minutes, my mom was following behind me with the window down and just heard me talking to a person who I thought was actually there. And they weren't. Oh my God. (laughs) I got home. When I got home, she asked about like, Hey, who were you talking to? I was like, Oh, this dude, I met like Brian. She was like, Brian, who? I was like, oh, he didn't tell me his last name, but yeah, for this part of the stretch, like we walked home and she was like, I saw you. And I was like, oh yeah, like, did you see him? She was like, no. And at that point I knew I was crazy. One time I, um, I got a uh, UTI, thanks teaching as a new teacher. And so they prescribed me an antibiotic and um, I don't usually have reactions to things like that, but I went home and, and I, you know, I took the antibiotic, went to bed, woke up with uh, a rash around like all my pulse points, like around my torso and wrists and elbow. Anyway, um, so I called the doctor and they were like, ooh, yikes, we're going to prescribe you prednisone, which made me crazy, like, like Roy prednisone? Yeah, yeah. I remember I was on the phone with my mom walking into the grocery store and someone like walked in front of me and I just like, like anger (laughs) because they walked in front of me and, and I was like, mom, why am I being so crazy? And she was like, cause you're on prednisone. It's like, Oh, like it made me angry. And then it also made me feel like my head was floating above my body. Like I just was felt disconnected and, I was um, surprise observed the next day. <laughs> Yay. I've just been sitting here with a horrified face on my face this whole time because all of this sounds really fucking terrible. Is the horrified face a side effect of some drug you're taking? <laughs> I personally have never had that type of reaction to it, but um, 
codeine made my cousin have um, auditory hallucinations. Like he was, we were all on a family trip, like road trip. It was uh, my family and his family. I say cousin, close family friends, but um, he just like out of nowhere started like yelling at his dad about something in the backseat. Like he was in the backseat and his dad was driving and he was like, stop it, daddy. Just stop it. Stop it right now. Stop it, daddy. And his dad had literally been like been sitting there in silence, like just driving the car. So codeine, I'm always a little careful with that one just because that's been a long running story in our family. Pregnancy hormones and postpartum hormones. Holy fuck, y'all. It was one of those things that I didn't realize how crazy I had felt until I wasn't feeling crazy anymore. And then like, I started feeling that way again. And was like, what is wrong? And then started my period the next day. Like, <laughs> I, I had no idea what, like, I was like, oh no, that was biological. That what I was feeling before was not just in my head. Like there, there was a physiological like reason that I felt the way I did, which was weird, but also like a little liberating. Like it wasn't just me kind of thing. There is freedom in realizing, Hey, this is just a drug. This is just a hormone. The ride can be over soon, but man, yeah, it's scary stuff. And I am so grateful to space panties for putting up with my ass for this last week as I was, Pretty dicky, especially the last 48 hours. And I'm so glad she understood and accepted my apology. And I also told her I'd been starting a new medicine. So she had a little bit of insight. But yeah, it also gave me a, a little bit of sympathy for like, you know, any woman who I've lived with in the past or sister, ex-wife, ex-girlfriends. Yeah, there, there's a little bit more understanding of the hormonal thing. But from the Reddits... Uh, user thot8165 teachers not parents are responsible for student attendance lol I kid you not at my last PD they had a representative from our district tell us that we need to call parents when kids are absent two days in a row or more they said that they are getting complaints from parents saying that no one called them when their kid was absent someone even stood up and said so let me get this straight. A parent doesn't take their kid to school, and then when they get confronted by the district for truancy, they get upset because the school didn't call them and shift the blame onto teachers. And in, and then, instead of you leaving the blame on the parents, you agreed with the parents and now blame us. She and my principal straight up said yes to this, and that because this is a Title I school with a low-income demographic, that our kids' parents can't be held responsible for whether they take their kid to school or not. Someone else brought up that there is no time during the day to make said calls, and even if there was, our, our system robocalls parents when their kid is absent anyway, so what is the point of us calling? They said that we still needed to call because people tune out the robocaller. Needless to say, I don't think any of us teachers agree and are making these calls. I sure as hell don't. I think other than putting your attendance in, that needs to be the end of where we stop. Unless like a kid is only missing your class and is around for the rest of the day, this is not our responsibility. Not at all. When you teach not elementary school, right, uh, for the most part, you ha can have upwards of two to three hundred kids that you see in a day. I'm supposed to sit down and call the parent of 
every kid I haven't seen for two days. Do you know how long that will take? In addition to all the other shit that that has to get done, like lesson planning and grading, and what if you like run a club and eating and spending time with your actual family, you know, the people who are really the most important people in your life who are not your students. I'm not calling. And as pointed out, they get the robocall. So if you put down the dominoes as the phone number in the system, and so you're not getting the robocalls, I'm sorry, Chuck, you out of luck. And if they don't answer one phone call from the school, they're sure as hell not going to answer eight or nine. And I'll be damned if I'm using my personal phone number to give these parents because they don't need that number. For God's sake, like, can can we expect people to parent their children? Tagging onto what Sparkles was saying, like, at the middle school, high school level, when these kids have six, seven, eight teachers a day, yeah, parents are going to be getting like nine phone calls under the system. I, I think not. B, as somebody who has taught in Title I schools for basically my entire career, I'm calling bullshit on that as an excuse. Like, there's buses. The school is calling and notifying you. If you're not paying attention to the call from the robocall from the school, that's on you. Sorry about you. I agree with you guys. I think it's ridiculous. And I have had situations where um, I've contacted a social worker worried about a student's attendance and they've turned it back on me and said, well, have you contacted the parents? And I'm like, yeah, but I can't contact them all the time. And little Jimmy's missed 20 days of school. And then finally they get in touch with the parents and the, and the mom's like, I, I can't make them go to school. And that's just so that's so frustrating to me. If you can't make your child go to school, what what can you make your child do? All right. This is coming at you from the Reddits from user Glittery Tracksuit. Title is Appliance Policy. My school is enacting an appliance policy where we can no longer have microwaves or mini refrigerators in our rooms. I love having both in my room. I love cooking and food. Girl, same. Not the cooking part, just the food part. We now have to purchase a commercial-grade microwave for the school, which we don't have money for, and there would only be one for the whole school with overlapping lunchtimes. We already get very little time to eat. My doctor said she was happy to write a note saying I had a medical reason to keep both because food is a medical necessity. Yes. But is there a believable reason that I'd need access to both? It can't be for severe allergies because I've eaten staff lunches. I know they can't actually ask, but I was just curious. I'm not sure that's the route I'm going to go, but it's really stressing me out on a general level, and it feels like a slap in the face to take away yet another perk. They're blaming it on the fire marshal, but I feel like it's partially district admin and he's the scapegoat. Oh, yeah. I worked in the district um, before my current district where the fire marshals were very, very strict about microwaves and classrooms and refrigerators and personal heaters. And if you had one of those items and you had had a warning before, the next time they came in and that item was plugged in, they just cut the cord. They straight up cut the cord. Yeah, I mean, it was strict. But we had we had like this whole microwave like issue where we had one for the staff in the staff lounge and they the fire marshal said we couldn't have it because it wasn't industrial grade or 
Um, so we had to get purchase two as a school and then everyone could use it all the time. But I still got my food heated up. I mean, even the students could use it because it went into the cafeteria. But it, again, it has to do with the, the wiring and stuff. But yeah, they can they can be pretty hardcore about it. But I, yeah. I think that you can survive. And if, if that's a real big issue, bring a salad or something you don't have to heat up, like a wrap or a sandwich. Now, I've been at schools where there's a line to use the microwave or it could take the first, like if you have a 25-minute or 30-minute lunch and you get to the lunch or the like what are the teacher's lounge late and you want to lean heat up your lean cuisine or something, you got to wait in line. And if one of those, like there's always the good microwave and the kind of shitty microwave and most teachers know which one the good one is, but not everyone does. So they might be using the dumb one. And previous campuses that I'd work, that I worked at, like it varied from year to year. Um, one year we weren't allowed to have anything at all. The next year we were allowed to have, a mini fridge only and you had to pay like I don't know what it was 40 60 bucks to get like a a sticker to put on it so that when the energy police came around they could tell that you had paid your fee or whatever to have permission to have it we weren't allowed to have coffee makers ever we weren't allowed to have microwaves in our room ever um but you could pay to have a mini fridge uh the next school that I went to officially we weren't supposed to have them but our principal was kind of like dude, nobody cares. (laughs) Like if this keeps you happy and it's not setting anything on fire, like I don't care. Just kind of look the other way. Uh, The campus that I'm at now, I've seen teachers with like full on, like they have the mini fridge, the microwave and the Keurig, like all in their classroom and nobody has ever said anything, but it's a, it's a pretty new building. So I don't know, it may be a fire code thing. Like they may not care. Guys, guess what? What's up? What? what? We have a Patreon. No way. Get wow. out of here. It's awesome. You're totally lying. I don't yeah, believe it. It's true. We have a Patreon for as little as $5 a month. You can join it and you can help support Teacher Needs Drink Podcast. We just had a watch party of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure last Friday night. We have all kinds of extra content. In fact, this week or next, I think it's next week, we're recording a special Patreon where Space Panties is going to get interviewed by some hosts, which will be fun and exciting because I get to bring her on board. But you should do it then because it's amazing. Do it. Join us. Do it now. Woohoo. Yay. Do it. You're about to get superpowers, my friends. So would you rather switch lives with the next person that asks you for spare change or instinctively know when everyone you know is going to die but be unable to do anything about it? My friends, once again, would you rather switch lives with the next person that asks you for spare change or instinctively know when everyone you know is going to die but be unable to do anything about it? Mama Chicken? Uh, I'm going to switch lives for a thousand, Alex. Yeah, I, I, I'm unsure on this one. I, I, I'm going to think, but I want to hear what you guys say, and I'll, I'll base my judgment off your your ideas. Well, I'm just saying... I'm assuming the switching lives thing is, is like for a day and not forever. So it might be interesting to see a different perspective for a day. And, and I mean, that's a big assumption, but, but then I, I have a hard time with death. I I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to know when people are going to die. I I don't want to know that. 
Yeah, I'm assuming it's it's forever, just because it doesn't say just for a day or change back. But and the only people that seem to ask me for change are people on like selling oranges or begging on like interstate interstate sections and exits and. I don't really want to switch places with them. I don't. Um, Sparkles? I I don't know if I like either of these options. Um, I don't know. The only person who usually, like, directly asks me for change is my husband. And then I'd have to be an accountant? Oh, God. Uh, Both of these options are really terrible. Uh, But I guess I would rather just switch lives, I guess. I guess I would rather switch lives and be an accountant. (laughs) I wouldn't want to be your husband. I know that's for sure. Hey! Uh, (laughs) Damn, Elvis! That was shady. (laughs) No show sparkles! No show! (laughs) Elvis, I needed to rest. Nope, bunny. I am going with switching lives because uh, I hardly have a week go by that some kid in my class doesn't ask me for money or for change. So my, my, I'm going to bank on just switching lives with one of my students. And, um, I don't think I could handle psychologically the knowledge of knowing when all of y'all and everybody else surrounding is going to die. Like, I feel like that would just put me right straight over the edge. Yeah. What I, I don't know. Part of me thinks that I'd be like, okay, well, if I know this person's going to go, I can make the most of it and honor the friendship or like, ah, where they're going to happen. It's not for another 15, 20 or 30 years, but also like I got my kids and I don't really want to know you know, when they're going to die. I'd like to think it's long, long after I'm gone. But if it was like before, if it was like next week, I would lose my shit. I'd have a hard time, you know, living my life day to day. So I might have to switch lives, but I kind of like the idea of hanging out next to like a school vending machine and just getting eternal life. And just, you know, every time I start to get too old, just go to some place where someone might ask for a quarter. Alright friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I thank all of my hosts who are with me today, starting off Ms. Mama Chicken! Hey! It was great to be here. I'm glad you were here. And also, somehow she made it, Ms. Sparkles! Okay, I may have taken a four-hour nap earlier in the day. Well, I'm glad you showed up this time. Okay, I'm sorry I was sleepy, but bye, (laughs) y'all. And I saw Count was there for a second. Count, did we lose you? You want to come in for the end? Count is here. Count is glad you invited him. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks. So get some rest, my friend. Safe travels. And last but not least, I'd like to thank Ms. Bunny O'Hare. Thank you for having me back. It was a pleasure as always. All right, all my friends, everyone out there, please take care of yourselves. Take care of your mental health. And deep breaths, deep drinks. Cheers! Woohoo! Yay! Woo! All right, folks, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. If you have something you'd like to share with us, you can hit us up through our contact page on our website of teacherneedsadrinkpodcast.com, and there's also the option to leave a voicemail for us where we could possibly play it on the air. That would be awesome. I'd like to thank all of our patrons as well as all of my hosts who are here today. A big thank you to Miss Sparkles, Miss Mama Chicken, Bunny O'Hare, and of course, Count, we lost him for a little while there, but he was on a long business trip 
over the weekend, so it's okay if he knocked off for a little bit. I'm glad he popped up at the end just to say goodnight. Anyway, friends, if you're out there, take care of your mental health. Don't fuck around with pills like I did. It did not go well. My family and loved ones did not care for my attitude the last week, and it's still wearing off, but I feel much better now, so woohoo! Anyway, everyone out there, take care of yourselves and buy lots of posters from Love Limb Dramatics. Deep breaths, deep drinks, cheers! Woohoo! Yeah. All right. Woo-hoo. Would you rather's? Would you rather's? Would you rather's? Here we go right now.